0: I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Challengers of the Unknown, number 49. Cover date, April, May, 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Bob Brown, edited by Murray Boltenoff, featuring The Tyrant Who Owned the World, writer Bill Finger, art by Bob Brown. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Challengers of the Unknown meet a group of supporters from various countries that they've rescued on previous missions. Inspired by the Challengers, they have formed the Challenger Corps, a secret organization intended to inform the Challengers of threats around the world. The Challenger Corps contacts the Challengers concerning a dangerous island in the Pacific. When the Challengers investigate, they are caught in a whirlpool and brought to the island as prisoners. The island is controlled by a tyrant named Korba. He enslaves the Challengers along with other victims of the whirlpool the challengers are forced to fight in an arena against a giant gladiator robot using special weapons they brought with them the challengers defeat the iron gladiator however korba also controls an ancient totem creature the creature's powers are great but by working together the challengers defeat it korba's island lies in ruins after the battle and the challengers apprehend him confused don't worry i'll be right back with dr husband to explain everything Here we are, the four of us, the challengers of the unknown. We live on an island alone, and we don't have a telephone. Or a television, or anything. Right, nothing. No way to get a hold of the challengers of the unknown. Just
1: four men. Four men living together,
0: single gentlemen.
1: Confirmed bachelors. They
0: challenge the unknown. But only if the unknown comes and finds them, because there's no way to get a hold of them.
1: No, not at all.
0: I, I guess there's not, we're not at the point in the future yet when uh, pneumatic mail tubes traverse the globe.
1: No, not in the new, uh, the post-robot uh, revolution? Apocalypse. Well, actually,
0: they're in the 60s, they're not in the future. Okay. Uh, but there are robots in this comic. Yes, there are. And a uh, single gentleman and a tyrant who wants to rule the world. What could go wrong? Um, introducing the Challenger core. Who are they? People who live on borrowed time. Where are they from? Everywhere. What do they do? Trace trouble. Well, First and only appearance of the Challenger
1: Corps. Really? Because yep. it says later on that they're to, to refer to an earlier comic.
0: No, these are the challenges of the unknown have been seen before,
1: but not this oh the new, Challenger core the cha- they helpers. See. Right. The helpers. They're the super friends. I'll say of the challengers, aren't they?
0: Um. Now we have seen the challengers, the unknown, before.
1: You and I have.
0: We have. I guess they weren't very memorable. I guess not.
1: You seem shocked. They didn't fight uh, the the Beast Boy in the ocean, did they? Yes, <gasps> they did. They did. They oh. were. Well, they weren't. You say fighting, because
0: they were quarreling the whole issue and yelling at each other. But so it
1: was an undersea adventure.
0: It was the Doom Patrol and Beast Boy and y- the, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. So, yes, I do remember that. Very good. Thank you. Um, on the cover, yes. we have uh, the Chals. That's their nickname, uh-huh. the Chals. Yeah. Uh, being attacked by a gladiator robot. Yes, uh, and he has a
1: mace in one in his left hand yep, and, a and a trident. Yep. And
0: Do you like gladiator movies?
1: Say, do you like gladiator movies? So the challenge. Ever been to a Grecian bath, Bob? No. Roman bath. Can't say that I have.
0: Yeah. Um, the challengers of the unknown: four men who were noted in their various fields. Ace Morgan, test pilot. Red Ryan, Circus Daredevil. Rocky, I can't remember Rocky's last name.
1: He has fists.
0: He has fists. He was a boxer. Mm -hmm. And Prof Haley, who was an oceanographer.
1: He must be the smart one.
0: Yep. Uh, They were on their way together in an airplane to appear on a television program called America's Greatest Notable People. I don't know what the TV program is called. But the plane crashed, and they survived, and they surmised... Oh, and their watches all stopped at the same time.
1: Living on borrowed time. They're
0: living on borrowed time. That's why they have little hourglasses on their
1: uniforms. So that clicking you hear in the background and the occasional whining.
0: Yep, lots of whining. It's the dog, cat, Butler. Uh, The Challengers do not have a dog.
1: That's unfortunate. If they did have a dog, perhaps that would explain why they live before them. Alone. Right. There's no. They don't have a girl. I mean, they would understand. Either
0: now there is a girl challenge. Version.
1: They'd have a diversion.
0: There is a girl challenger, a a right. a girl challenger mm-hmm. June, mm-hmm. who's an unofficial fifth member of the challengers.
1: Unofficial.
0: I don't remember if she's appeared before this point, mm-hmm. uh, issue forty-nine of their own magazine, or after this point. They were created by Jack Kirby. You know that name.
1: I do. The artist though is. art by bob brown
0: right this is uh not kirby art in this issue but originally they were created by jack kirby uh they appeared first in showcase comics okay and then went into their own title okay which lasted i think 80 some issues and has been resurrected several times currently on its third or fourth volume i believe
1: Continuing on. Any reason why they wear helmets in the air? Well, we'll get to that. Uh,
0: this appears to be some attempt to give them each individual abilities or powers or supersuits of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and three of them do wear helmets, the fourth just has robot fists. Like those Hulk power gloves? Have you seen those? Yeah, but
1: it's more than robot fists. They actually absorb solar energy.
0: Do they? Yeah, and allow okay. them to channel it back. Well, that's great. Good for him. Uh, it doesn't help... None of them have sleeves.
1: Yeah, and they have these weird sort of... What What are those Those little... Epaulets? Epaulets. No, they're not epaulets. Is that what they're called? Epaulets? I, I don't
0: Shoulder ugh. pads? Yeah. This is... They use, and you know what?
1: what? Look... The yeah. outfits on uh, the splash page yeah. are um, different from what they actually wear inside, I think. Don't they all have the same outfit, which is the yellow and red? Yeah, so
0: this is the period of their existence when they wear yellow and red like this. Uh, sleeveless jumpsuits. Yeah. Yes. When they first appeared, they wore purple
1: full-sleeve jumpsuits with white boots and gloves. Yes. Uh, I thought but, it was hard for them to keep clean with all their fighting and whatnot.
0: Well, I don't know because nobody can get a hold of them to fight if they it's a problem. They the, they just happen to they have to stumble upon a problem apparently before yeah. this point.
1: Send smoke signals, yeah. Practically,
0: um, I do like the splash page when the villain, the tyrant who owned the world, yes, is actually standing upon the letters of the title. Mm-hmm. That's a nice touch. It is. Art by Bob Brown. Bob Brown. Story by Bill Finger, longtime writer of Batman Comics, responsible for lots of the giant... uh, You know, Batman used to be trapped in like a giant typewriter, giant slice water, stuff like that. Stuff that they used on the TV
1: show. Nothing really scary about this creature that we're seeing here on the splash page. Yeah,
0: the goofy totem pole creature.
1: Um, It's like three
0: different things that are all sitting on top of each other. It looks like... Uh, a big Alice, toad kind of yeah, like a big toad yeah like an toad. Alice in Wonderland kind of yeah situation
1: um yeah, anyway let's move on okay so the, we start with them coming to an island yeah. in their boat yep and they are heading toward this island This mysterious island and they are pulled into a whirlpool Rocky Davis that's his name I just
0: remembered good for you thank you um yeah, I like... What's this convention called when you start uh, in the middle of the action and then you say, let's find out how what how they got to this point?
1: I don't know. In You're media, the English, you were the Englishman.
0: Well, it's in media race, but in media race to me seems like they're just starting in the middle of the action and then continuing on. Yeah. But this is like starting in the middle and then let's flash back 24 hours ago and see what happened. Uh, in this case, we're going back a week to... Uh, An anonymous police precinct Where The police have received a letter addressed To the challengers of the unknown But the police have no way to get a hold of them
1: So what do they do? They just put out a special alert bulletin For the challengers of the unknown On all (laughs) radio stations This is a special alert Special (laughs) alert (laughs) alert. The (laughs) challengers of the (laughs) the unknown
0: That's not a very effective way To get a hold of A group of adventurers No I would uh, maybe put a personal ad in the newspaper or something. <laughs> and where would it be delivered to them? How would it be? Delivered well, they read the newspaper, certainly.
1: Well, at least Prof does.
0: Um, you know, these are the days when most towns had two
1: newspapers, mm. so and time to read them,
0: right? Um. Uh, so yeah, so the situation is that the challengers exist as notable adventurers but nobody knows how to get a hold of them right uh that's going to be fixed in this issue temporarily so the challengers finally receive their letter by post explaining the problem and they take off to uh a party
1: well, I mean, they, they go to what they think is like an abandoned warehouse. Right. And it says that they're to come there for a surprise, and they are suspicious, of course. And Rocky crashes into the door, which and they all burst into a, a surprise A party. fancy dress ball. A fancy dress ball. Huh? There's a tables and tables
0: full of people dressed in tuxedos. And the Challengers burst in in their yellow and red jumpsuits. And they are introduced to Count Anthony Dragio, who apparently they saved several issues ago from a giant eyeball floating in the sky.
1: Do I have that right? You do. I'm looking at them right now. I, of course, it's telling you to revert, revert back to Challenges of the Unknown, number 44.
0: Yeah, we don't have that because it doesn't have checkerboards well, on that's it. That's right.
1: And uh, well, you know, and you, this, this giant eye in the sky...
0: I am the eye eye in the sky Calling the the challengers of the unknown Hey, when I was in high school Yes? We had a math teacher Uh Who had a glass eye Mr. Oh, I can't... I'm not going to name names Okay,
1: okay
0: But, uh, no, you're thinking of Mr. Marriott, the peg leg fag This is another teacher who uh, had a glass eye Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He was also uh known for dating students. Oh dear. And so we used to sing the song. I am the iron oh. head looking at hmm, 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 will she give me. Oh my god. Cuz that song was popular at the oh, time yeah, okay. high school. All right. Uh,
1: so there's an eyeball in the sky. What I noticed that it has a, it has an eyebrow an eyebrow eye- a float, I, yeah, a floating eyebrow? I, I You know, isn't that strange? It really... It's just yes. a, it's a giant eye in the sky with an eyelid and an eyebrow. Yeah. I'm used to seeing things in, you know, mythological settings or, or even comic books right. as a, just an eyeball. Right, right, right. Not with an eyelid and an eyebrow.
0: Right. So whoever designed this was very detail-oriented. Yes. Uh... So it seems that this Count Dragio—would it be Dragio or Draggio?
1: Ooh, I wonder if he's foreign. Draggio. I am Count Anthony Draggio. Yeah, he's Let's Italian. Just, you know what? Like he's Italian. Let's yeah. just say Anthony. Dragio.
0: Let's say he's from northern Italy, the Milan area. Mm, they I have bet great him. wines there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so Barbera Alba. Truffles. Oh, truffles. Truffles. Yeah.
1: When have you ever eaten truffles? You know what truffles are, right? The mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah. yeah. I've had truffles and truffle oil. Mm. Well, I've it's, had truffle oil, but. shave truffles on top of food is great. On top of, on top of like mashed potatoes or something. And didn't we have like steak is and truffles it and... in Italy? No, no, no. Not while we were in Italy. They weren't in oh. season when we were. In, when we were in Italy. Oh, of course
0: not. The season is much later than when we were there. Well, it's just you know in Italy they don't
1: they don't. I mean, we're, well, we're, I, we're,
0: don't... I don't know. I just shovel food into my mouth. Whatever's
1: in front of me. You cannot say that about spain you did not just shovel no. food in your mouth that was fantastic but food. Italy, you know do you think the food was better in spain than it was in yeah Italy? i do isn't that funny i did too i you well, know who I else did not- says that <laughs> said
0: that Ooh. anthony bourdain he really? said the best food in the world's in spain
1: well i wouldn't i wouldn't argue with him i wouldn't either it was delicious based on my extensive travels well you'd need a ouija board to argue with him now wouldn't you Yes. Too
0: soon. Yeah, a little sorry.
1: it's okay. Um
0: so it seems that Count Drajo has assembled a group of people who have all been saved by the challengers of the unknown, and they've decided to call themselves the Challenger Corps.
1: They should call themselves the Multiculture Pals. A gr yeah. Do you we've see that?
0: Yes, we have uh we have someone, a turban gentlemen. A turban. Someone's wearing uh is that a, like a chef's hat it's something that they're wearing? Like that. Yeah, it looks like a he's... woman.
1: Yes. Um, Jerry Lewis is there sitting in the. Well, Jerry Lewis has been saved from many tragedies in his life. Right. I'm sure the Challenge of the Unknown saved him from bombing at a comedy club once. So, Count Drudgeo has formed a
0: worldwide network of secret contacts ready to alert the Challengers to dangers anywhere on Earth. Thank God. Naming themselves the Challenger Corps. Yeah. Like I said, the super friends. Who needs them, Rocky says. (laughs) We've been getting along okay without any outsiders so far. You've been stumbling into problems. Right, because no one can get a hold of them. Right. But now they have the Challenger Core Network. A vast Challenger Core Network, (laughs) which is. (laughs) Now, the Challengers live in Challenger Mountain.
1: That's a secret.
0: Well, it is a secret, and that's why they don't want to pinpoint any location of any radio tower. Just look
1: for the mountain with a giant garage door in it, with a plane. Flying right, out.
0: right. Well, it's a secret place, so maybe it's like you know, we're here in West Virginia. There's all kinds of mountains that are shaved off, and do
1: you know being we live out. on um, limestone here? Sure. And do you know that there are lots of caverns? Yes. And, and networks of water, fast moving water underneath us.
0: Yes, we've been to the Crystal Grottoes. Mm. In Maryland, that's not in West Virginia.
1: Same topography, basically.
0: Anyway.
1: Mm -hmm. uh, Geology, I'm sorry, geology, not topography.
0: Right. It's the same thing, isn't it? Uh,
1: No, topography has to deal with the actual shape of the land and the
0: the details. (laughs) (laughs) Science is hard. Uh, (laughs) The Challenger uh, network of communication towers, uh, to avoid pinpointing the location of any one tower, they are transmitted across the globe from tower to tower to tower to tower, and scattered among many relay towers, and only then does it finally reach Challenger Mountain, where it automatically sets off a siren alert, which interrupts two of the boys who are boxing. They're
1: just practice boxing, aren't they?
0: Practice boxing, and the other two are in the lab, doing yep. lab science.
1: Science-y things.
0: They race to the transmitter screen, as an extra precaution. Bob? Yeah. Would you like to box?
1: I don't know. I never have. I used a heavy bag once. I was working uh-huh. with a trainer and I used a speed bag yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Well, I don't
0: like being hit
1: in the face. Well, I didn't ever get hit. Okay. He did take slow swings at me that I would, because I, I was, I was he had um, like a, those little mitts up. Uh-huh. And I would hit the mitts and then he'd put the mitt over my head, I'd duck. Uh-huh. You know? That sounds hot. Um,. It was a great way to work out your frustrations. I don't have any frustrations. Don't Um, you?
0: No, I mean... Because it sounds
1: like they're seeping out in most of the sarcastic comments you No, no, no.
0: I mean, you know, I'm unemployed against my will. It's uh, really a calming situation. Is it? It's giving you lots of time Mm -hmm. to reflect and go inward. Right. By the way, listeners, I'm on the market. So (laughs) if you're looking for someone to sit around your office place and provide witty commentary all day. I'm your fella. The challengers, uh, as an extra precaution, the signal is transmitted to a TV, which emerges as a scrambled picture on the screen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because once it gets to them, there's no need to have it just pop up on the screen. They have to push a special button. They have to push a special button and gradually
0: the picture clears for only the challengers to see. So if you're an immediate... Danger! Uh, the challenges of the unknown are not. You're. Gonna they be have your first
1: to be call. first of all in their special cave. They have to be home. They have to be home. They have to be awake. Yeah. And then they have to run to their monitor where they press a special button. Right. To gradually, to
0: gradually have the screen coalesce. Not even in color. It's uh, in black and white. It's in black and white. So maybe nine one one would be your first call. Do you know what they need, Bob? What they need a lexophone. A lexaphone would solve all of this mm. because the challengers could monitor any spot on earth or in another galaxy
1: Yeah,
0: we'll or get in pe- another time we'll get our people on that uh, so Tom Kaloki of the Hawaii challenger Corps <laughs> is reporting in <laughs> uh, let's see he's got a Hawaiian <laughs> on a
1: bright
0: Hawaiian <laughs> Christmas day uh, he's got a Hawaiian shirt on and a palm tree in the background so this all checks out there's diamond head sure. in the background yeah uh, Tom is, has found a badly injured seaman who's been babbling some strange things. And it needs investigation. Needs to check out a strange seaman. We know someone whose last name is Seaman
1: who lives in Hawaii. And he's also an enlisted
0: Navy. Seaman. Seaman. So, so his name is...
1: Seaman. I mean, seaman. actually, his when they call him, they call him Seaman Seaman. And it's spelled exactly the same way. Yeah. S-E-A-M-E-N. Yeah, no, I don't know where your minds were going, listeners. It's S E A
0: M A N. Yeah. Okay, challengers. It's just fun to say that, isn't it? It is, Seaman, Seaman. Challengers agree to check it out in their jet, which... In the panel, which shows the jet flying maybe... They're like 300 feet away from right, maybe. 50 yards above the dock. That would be
1: 150 feet. Whatever.
0: Let's move in quietly.
1: Now, Rob, I don't know how close you've ever been to a jet, but well, I've never had one stealthily be no. about 150 feet away from me or 50 yards. Listen,
0: I live near an Air National Guard base, as do you, because we live in the same place. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: yeah, so do I.
0: Um, yeah, that plane, that giant plane that, that giant comes plane by, that, that it holds rattles tanks. the windows. yeah. And it's not even that close. It's pretty cool. I don't know how they're going to stealthily get here, but somehow they do land and come around on the backside of the island and peer in silhouette through the brush to see what's happening on the dock.
1: Well, they're an active group of curious adventurers. adventurers. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Single gentleman adventurers. Uh, they jump down to surprise... Say Bob. Yes, would you like to walk across the United States? Walk? No. Bicycle, maybe. Uh, I'd prefer to drive. You don't think they'd be a little rough on the taint? <sighs> not, once, not once you get
1: used to it. How many days do you think you'd take to get used to, to bicycling across the United States? Uh, How many days? They don't make enough moisture-absorbent pads to deal with that kind of abuse. I don't abuse. know
0: how this came up or why you're talking about that. There are special seats and pants you can buy.
1: Okay. I was listening to a podcast recently of a man who walked across the West Coast to Montana. Right. Across the mountains. It was pretty Uh interesting. Um, I thought thought if I had the time, that's something I'd like to do. Walk across the United States. Well,
0: I'd like to have that time, but I would not
1: do that. I don't think Captain Butler would like it very much.
0: No. Now, if we had a motorcycle with a sidecar. Oh,
1: my God. That would be the best entire summer. Yeah. On two motorcycles, with a sidecar, with the dogs. How about one motorcycle with two sidecars, and I'd be in
0: one of the sidecars? Yeah, that's called a, a, a car. An SUV. Okay, okay, well... Um, with the windows down. Yeah, that's fine. That's good for me. Okay. Uh, or a old-timey camper Airstream
1: trailer. Oh, well, yeah, being pulled by an SUV. Yeah,
0: or a... Just, uh, you know, uh, like a 57 Chevy or something.
1: Something with a large engine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so hit them, fellas, and hit them
0: hard. So they jump down. There's a man and a woman on the dock and this injured person. Uh, these people claim to be Challenger Corps members, but they've got to prove it. Yeah. How are they going to prove it? Well, it seems that every Challenger Corps member has uh, a watch mm-hmm. with a flashlight in it.
1: Or f- an earring.
0: The lady has an earring with a she's flashlight. She's a puss on her face. Do you see that look on her face? Well, she's a brunette, so you know she's evil. Yeah. Uh, all Challenger Corps members have secret tattoos in the shape of an hourglass. Invisible in normal light. Invisible in normal light, which only can be seen by the special flashlight they pull off of their watch or their earrings.
1: So how many people are in the Challenger Corps? I, billions. I don't know. Mm.
0: Who, how many people were at that party at the beginning? Four. Yeah. So at least four we know of. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're stationed all over the world. So Hawaii, uh, India, we saw Jerry Lewis. Where does he live? Hollywood. Uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so they're
1: all over. Right. Right.
0: So um, they
1: pass the test, and they're right. going to consult the salty seaman.
0: Yeah, and this old sailor. Uh, there's a terrible island. Blah blah blah. I made a map. Look in my pocket. Really,
1: not much for details, is he? No.
0: no. Well, he's dying.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so they pull the map out of his pocket, and this is where it brings us to the beginning of the issue. Slash where they to are the present. sailing to the island. They're caught in a whirlpool. And it seems the whirlpool is artificially created. I probably could have guessed that. Yes, of course. And then a giant robot arm comes down and scoops them all up. Have you ever pulled
1: anything out of one of those machines? No. Me and neither. I've tried. Yeah, the claw, the
0: claw. Yeah, right, right, right. So, Do you yeah. know anyone who ever has? Nope. Now this robot arm it's is a terrible p- waste of money, isn't it? Well,
1: yes, but it goes to charity, doesn't it? <laughs> This robot arm is very effective. It's perfectly look as- how it picked, picked them up so gingerly. Picked all four right. of them up,
0: and it's perfectly sized to pick up four adult men.
1: Well, yes, they're quite beefy too. Um, and I wonder, uh, we will see them retrieve their equipment later. Was it left in the boat? It's in the boat. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, part two: The tyrant who owned the world, the challengers. Oh, what we're going to call them. The Chals.
1: That's a stupid shortening of their name.
0: They uh, find themselves deposited on an island full of replicas of famous world monuments. The Eiffel so, Tower, the,
1: Cossoli- the Roman Causoleum, right? Colosseum. Oh, excuse me, what did I say? Causoleum.
0: Did I really say that? Yeah.
1: Talk oh much? god. Uh, I'm so tired, Bob.
0: Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, Statue of Liberty. Yep. And? Colosseum, Eiffel Tower. Did I say Cosoleum? You did. We wow. just discussed that. I know, no, no,
1: no. I know. I, know. Just, I can't believe I said that. I, I've never now, said that in my life.
0: I see one problem right away. Yes? The Statue of
1: Liberty dwarfs all of the other monuments combined. Perhaps it's very close, and the Leaning Tower of Pisa is... No, because look, the Tower of Pisa is in front of the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Why? So why did he make... Why did he construct... The Leaning Tower of Pisa and make it lean. That's a good point. Mm.
0: You know what? What? It's actually, uh, they've reduced the leaning. It's straightening up.
1: Really? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I
0: didn't get to go that day. I know. That's an unfortunate thing that you didn't get to go. We Mm -hmm. discussed that on the last podcast. Uh, Now, I'll tell you. I mean, the tower is nice and there's a church beside it. Mm -hmm. The whole rest of the town of Pisa, you can have it. There's nothing to see there. <laughs> gypsies, as far oh. as the eye you can see, selling trinkets. I know we're not supposed to say gypsies anymore.
1: Roman- Romanies? Rome- Romanians. Oh. I
0: don't know what they were. Okay. But they're just, you know, selling trinkets. And then you walk into this little garden area with a beautiful church and tower, but then that's it. There's nothing else. What soon. would
1: they give us? When we were in Spain, the gypsies would try to give us something. evergreens uh, or Sage, uh, leaves, sage or leaves rosemary or something. Right. And they try to grab your palm and speak to yep. tell your fortune uh-huh. in, in Spanish or yep. something.
0: Yep. <sighs> well, I didn't fall for it. Uh, anyway, I just have a problem. I don't think the Statue of Liberty is even as tall as the Tower of Pisa. I have no idea. Uh, certainly I've seen the
1: Statue of Liberty in person, Right, but not so, right. the tower.
0: It's certainly not as tall as the Eiffel Tower. No. No.
1: Although... But they're replicas. Didn't, and honestly, you know... Right. Maybe look, he's a... At this guy, maybe he's not really an engineer.
0: No. Didn't Eiffel make the Statue of Liberty? Am I remembering that correctly? I,
1: I, I don't know. I know, of course, we know that the Statue of Liberty was a gift from France. Yes.
0: I think it was Eiffel that did the Statue of Liberty. I'll have to Google that later. Okay. Uh... Who's responsible for this? I am. Korba! Korba! <laughs> the, the guy the United Nations booted out for trying to start wars
1: instead of stopping them. Okay, How many well, chins does Korba have on that first profile? Uh, one, one, two, two three. One, two, three. Three chins. I can beat that.
0: <laughs> um, no, you can't. No, no I just... I'm stopping at three. Okay. Uh, now, he was... This individual was kicked out of the United Nations. Does that happen? Because if it does, I can think of a couple of people I'd like to see.
1: I don't know. I mean, out. the United Nations is formed after World War II. Right. So.
0: Uh, anyway, he's ugly. He's got a Caesar bowl cut, he's got a jacked up grill.
1: Well, he Uh, looks like a Vulcan with dental implants. He does
0: look a lot like Leonard Nimoy Mm -hmm. with bad teeth.
1: Really bad teeth. Uh,
0: Now he's forcing the challengers to become his slaves and join his slave corps who are building these monuments. All right. How does he control the slaves?
1: Uh... With the robots? With
0: robot guards. So why
1: don't the robot guards build monuments? That's my question. Right?
0: If you have the technology to build robot guards, why are you not having the robots build the monuments? Uh, Instead of
1: enslaving people. They certainly must be cheaper. Well, no, because you have to feed them. No, I mean, no, 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 the robots. Right, right, the robots, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: No, but he's got uh, human slaves pulling, you know, building pyramids and things. While the robots just stand there guarding them, mm. Problem he's a cruel one. man. I'll say, uh, there's a colossal wall surrounding this whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace decides to find out what's on the other side of the wall, so, so the, he
1: climbs up.
0: Yeah, free, freeform climbs the Statue of Liberty it, up to the up, torch, right, and looks over the wall and
1: sees this. Thing, this, this primitive idol. Yeah,
0: this, uh, it looks like three Pokemon stacked on top of one another. Yeah,
1: there's nothing very scary about it at all. I don't know all. anything
0: about Pokemon. I just said that.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't really care about Pokemon. What do the children go through and try to capture on their phones? And Pokemon they... Go. Oh, it's not God just sake. the children.
0: Uh, someone that we know of that we saw this very evening does that. You're kidding. An adult person.
1: I don't mind so much that people do that. It bothers me when I am running... And they are driving their cars... Right, 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 ...with their phones... Yes. ...doing that. I was almost killed once. Well, I was killed. You were? I was, and I came back to life.
0: I'm so glad. Yes. Uh, So, Ace sees what's on the other side of the wall, but then he gets captured. So, you might be wondering how I can tell the difference between the different challengers of the unknown. Is it the hair? It's the hair. There's a blonde, a brunette... Uh, brown a bl- hair, a black, a black
1: blue hair, black brown, blonde, and red. Okay, easy. They're all quite muscular.
0: They are.
1: They're I, very fit, aren't they? Well, yes, especially Rocky, mm-hmm. who's the boxer. So
0: Korba, Korba, <laughs> throws them all into the Colosseum where they're going to fight a giant robot gladiator,
1: as one does for yeah, entertainment.
0: Fine. Uh, their weapons all are broken against the metallic side of the metallic robot gladiator. As a matter of
1: fact, Ace says, YOW! It, my sword snapped. Korba's reaction is to laugh like this. Ha ha
0: ha! Like Bob <laughs> Mahaffey, our old younger.
1: Oh, Bob Mahaffey was great. Yeah. yeah.
0: But that's how he laughed. I he am did. Bob Mahaffey! Ha, <laughs> ha ha ha! Uh... Fight, fight, fight! Gladiator, gladiator! Traps them with a net, a mesh net, as gladiators have. Mm-hmm. Um, until Ace, Ace gets a lot of action on this issue. Ace uh, dives for the robot and gets it to trip over him. Yeah, is that his his power? Well, he's a a test pilot, so okay. I don't know. I guess maybe he's just fast. Um, oh, but it's like Luke Skywalker. When Luke Skywalker trips the thingy things in the snow planet. With yeah, his...
1: but he uses cables and his X-Wing fighter. Right, right?
0: but it's the same principle. He's thinking he like a pilot, right? It's okay, yes. Uh, it doesn't slow the robot down. So Ace then uh, leaps up a wall to grab a torch.
1: Because he notices that there's oil
0: Oil is leaking, leaking out of the robot. So he throws a lit torch towards the robot, which catches the robot on fire. And then he vaults down to where the ship's store Boats, boats, not ships. It was on the ocean, though. Doesn't
1: matter, it's still a boat.
0: But it was on the ocean.
1: Nope. Um, Ships and boats are different things.
0: No, a boat is on inland waters, a ship is on the ocean. Nope. Yes? Nope. Go ahead, tell me the truth,
1: then. Yeah, it's about the size.
0: I don't think that's right. Okay. I'm gonna Google it later. Okay. Uh, Ace is going to get their special equipment. So apparently this has already existed, these special equipment things.
1: Because they've been fighting crime and, and, and defeating foes for a while. They just kept it in the boat.
0: Right, but... I know that this didn't exist at the beginning of their adventures. This must be a recent development.
1: Okay. You mean recent as in their personal history? Their personal
0: history, right. Yeah, okay. Because they used to be just adventurers in jumpsuits. Okay. Now, Rocky has solar-powered gloves. Yeah. Which give him super strength.
1: For a short time. For a
0: short time. Ace has a flying suit, which consists of just a helmet and a jet pack. Yeah. Professor Haley has some kind of diving suit. Yeah. Because he's an oceanographer.
1: Which is useless on land. Right. And who is the guy who has the... Red the Ryan. has Red Ryan.
0: Also what looks like a diving suit or a space suit, but it shoots electricity. I don't really get how that relates to his background because he was a circus daredevil. Yeah. Unless it's like he used to ride the motorcycle around the cage and the electrified cage. You've
1: seen that, I loved you? that stunt. I did too. It's great.
0: Uh, so Rocky goes after the robot using his super punch clubs. Red Ryan shoots electricity at the cage full of slaves, freeing the slaves. Uh, Professor Haley just punches somebody. Right. Ace is just flying around in his super suit. Then Rocky goes out to this wall. And breaks through the breaks wall. Breaks through the wall to where this giant Pokemon thing is. Right. And it starts moving.
1: Yikes. Yeah, here's the thing. Millions of years before man, mm-hmm. this island spawned intelligent beings, freaks of evolution. Yeah. Their species lived only a short while. But during that time, they used chemistry to create this. This. This, right? This
0: giant giant totem. totem of creatures who Mm -hmm. now are coming alive.
1: And now his cobalt has found the way to bring them to life. Right. The totem was only in a trance.
0: All he needed was a certain chemical to bring it back to life. I'm surprised we don't get a name check of the chemical. Seems like something we would usually get.
1: And honestly, if these things are living, which apparently they are... Yeah. Don't you think after sitting still for a very long time like they have, there'd be a couple things they need to tend to before they start destroying? Right. Well, at least they'd be stiff. Stiff. They might need to eat or Uh, relieve themselves. Right. You know?
0: Well, I wonder if they've just been sitting there on top of each other relieving themselves for millions of years. Quite possibly. Uh, We've got... One that looks like a pill bug. Yes. One that looks like a mushroom, mushroom tentacles. With clo- yeah, with tentacles. And one that looks like uh, something with a giant eyeball and vacuum tubes
1: coming off of it. Kind of like the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater, but... But, but it's orange. Orange. Yeah. yeah. Part three. Together,
0: Corva says, the totem and I shall leave this island... And I shall become ruler of the real world. Ha ha ha! Daddyo, Rocky says that kook has really flipped his lid.
1: Notice the uh, the slang slang because we are in the go go check nineteen sixty six right?
0: Yep. Uh, the monsters attacking the slaves. Korba is relishing the fear that he has created, but. The Chowls are here with their super-powered accoutrement to attack the creatures, which split apart like, uh, I guess Pokemon do that, do they?
1: I, I've never, I don't even know what, I, all I know is that there's like a, isn't there some sort of a creature called Pikachu? Yeah. That's well, all I know. It's got a major motion picture coming out. That's all I know.
0: Uh... So the creatures break apart and attack individually and start breaking up
1: the World Monument replicas. As one does. Right. I love the orange creature that can shoot these sort of projectiles uh-huh. from its horns. It's poop that it's shooting out. Yeah. Uh, and the exploding creature. Exploding poop. Uh, which I,
0: I have. Oh. <laughs> ah! I have uh, after that bean soup I made last week.
1: Oh, that's the funniest. You're going to regret Um, saying that. The
0: sun begins to set. Is this to be the end of the challengers? Is this to be their last adventure? Perhaps. No, because here comes Ace in his flying suit. He picks up some kind of bucket.
1: He's got the helmet. Oh, the helmet of the gladiator. Yeah. Uh,
0: To collect the exploding poop from the orange monster.
1: Right. What's he going to do with it? We don't, we don't see what he does with it. Uh, he just picks it up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Prof. Haley has dove underwater, finally, to utilize the power of his suit, where he's placing
1: explosive charges under the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, that's a bit of a, of a stretch there. Make sure that you go underwater right, right to where the bottom uh-huh. of the Leaning Tower of Pisa is because the creature that you want to kill with the tower must be standing beside it. Right. Which actually works.
0: It does work, because the Tower of Pisa
1: topples over on
0: top of the orange creature and kills it. Uh, The green mushroom thing with tentacles is uh, going after the Eiffel Tower.
1: Which is fine.
0: Yeah. So, Red Ryan. Mm -hmm. uh, His mountain climbing experience might come in handy as he
1: climbs the side of the Eiffel Tower... Yeah, because it's not like a giant ladder or anything.
0: No. Um, (laughs) Now, if you've really built a replica of the Eiffel Tower, doesn't it have an elevator elevator or stairway at least
1: inside? (gasps) Or a restaurant at the top? Yes. Yes.
0: Is there a restaurant at the top?
1: Yeah, there is. I think there is. I've never been. Uh, I've not been, been to France.
0: I don't remember a restaurant at the top. But of course,
1: maybe it's someplace else. In the I town. wasn't eating in
0: the finest places.
1: Yeah, well, who, uh, I don't really want to go to, to Paris and eat in a restaurant in the Eiffel Tower. Now, no, no. Uh,
0: now I have been to the Eiffel Tower at Kings Island amusement park.
1: Is it the same as one in Paris? Ohio.
0: It's uh, practically the same. Yeah, is it? I'm sure it's just as nice. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, anyway, the point is, why is he climbing up the outside? That would take a long time,
1: and that creature would kill him before he got well, very far. Well, who knows? Far. Well, he's definitely, he needs to get up onto the tower so that he right. can uh, so he could, uh, tie up his cable. Tie up a cable. And, uh, see, so tangle up the creature. Parachute
0: in? off, kind of, I no, All he's going
1: to do is, is attach it to his, his suit and yeah. electrify the, yeah. the tower, which kills the creature.
0: Uh, and then here comes the pill bug rolling, which is going to crash into the Eiffel Tower and topple it. And I guess kills that too? I don't quite understand what's happening here. Rocky somehow grabs a piece of the Eiffel Tower and forms a ramp leading up to the Statue of Liberty and the pill bug rolls up and smashes the Statue of Liberty to bits.
1: And... Rocky bats it out into the ocean. Yes,
0: then using a giant girder, bats it out into the ocean where presumably it it dies. Uh, Look around, Korba.
1: Korba! Your
0: little world is in ruins because of your greed and hatred. Now you go back to our world to face the music, which is going to be hip mod music. (laughs) Uh, So, well, job well done, challengers. Now you've got to contact a ship over the wireless to come and pick you up. But Prof. Haley has a hunch they'll be hearing from the Challenger Corps again. Hmm. Right, and then it's go, go, go for us cats. Rocky has got the hip. Lingo. He sure does. Um, but we don't see the Challenger Core again. So. We don't at all? No. That's what I read on Google. Oh my god. I mean, we'll see, because we've got several more issues of Challengers huh. of the Unknown to come, but. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, it couldn't be on Google if it was wrong, right? Oh no, no, Google. Everything on Google
1: is correct. So, what do you think of this? Well. I don't know, Bob. It, the creatures were not that scary. I mean, no. they certainly are destructive, but I was thinking they could have created a better story.
0: I like the idea of challengers challenging the unknown.
1: Okay, yeah, I it's I like the idea of them challenging the supernatural. Yeah, you know, that's I
0: don't going know about Cor- like, Cor-
1: Corba. I don't know if no, he's really No, yeah, but scared. you know, I
0: like the idea of that. You're just going to go to a you know an island and oh, here's an ancient. Totem created by an unknown civilization and it comes to
1: life. I, yeah, it's it, it certainly is a lot more entertaining than a Jerry Lewis comic, right? Right, or the or God a Bob Hope comic. Well, you weren't even here for Bob Hope. No, I, I don't wasn't. Know how you would have lived through I that? I was at a conference, wasn't I? You were. Uh, yeah. So I did enjoy the episode, though I laughed so hard. Did you? Oh yes. Well, we'll have to have our guest star back then. Yeah. I, there's there's um, another um thing about the bro quotient here isn't there the what what's your, no, the oh, what's your bq quotient. your yeah. brotherhood mm-hmm. quotient yeah it's the same one it i love the it. last time uh,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> what are we uh rating we're not giving a rating we're not to giving this, a rating are
1: we no this isn't your your cooking oh, show.
0: that's my other uh meeting you're sensation. involved in so many things. i have my fingers in so many pies mm. just like the challengers of the unknown bobby yeah. pie hands um next week Another special guest. What? Returning. Yes, work friend Chuck. I should say former work friend Chuck. I know. Because we're both unemployed. Oh. Uh, but uh, he'll be here to talk about his very favorite next Aquaman. Hawkman. Really? Yes. What comic are you going to uh, review? A Hawkman number something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I
1: see it. Okay.
0: Um, I mean, you're welcome to join us if you're available, but you're so busy. No, days. it's the final
1: two weeks of the semester. Right. And, uh, being a performing arts institution, yes. or rather, rather, a, a unit inside of the institution. Yeah, um, we, have, unit. <laughs> we have a lot of performances right. for the holidays. Right. So right. we have something almost every day.
0: Well, I'm so lucky to be unemployed.
1: Oh, you're not I'm completely so much unemployed. Time. You have part-time jobs. I
0: do, but, uh... Well, I don't want to bemoan my fate.
1: No. This is a happy time podcast. It is. No one wants to hear that. No.
0: Uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. And every week thereafter. We're on our 37th episode. We're almost at 50 How is that episode. possible? I
1: know, right?
0: It doesn't feel like that. I don't usually stick with things this long. I know. <gasps> you no, were I are mean, not supposed to say
1: that. No, you and I, like, we, we don't, you know, we, we get these things started. And we yeah. don't often, you know, like, like what? Are we going to do Kitchmas this year?
0: Yes. Kitchmas is coming. Go to drbob.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-B-O-B-B.com starting December 12th. We'll have a different Christmas kitchy recipe every day. Will you let me make something? Would you like to? I would love to. Okay. Well, I'll see what's available. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Okay, that's all for this week. Come yep. back next week. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes and check us out on social media at GoGoCheckPod. And we'll be back next week.
1: Bye! Bye!